Please know that I have prayed and will continue to pray for you every single day, multiple times, and ask my sisters to hold you up to God as well. There is an army of nuns praying for you always, and there is great strength in our prayers. I think about you with every breath I take. That will never change. Then why have I not written to you for months, you might ask? It is hard to write many letters and never once receive a reply. It's like talking loudly to a brick wall, never knowing if the person on the other side hears a thing you say, or if the bricks merely bounce your words right back into your face like well-struck tennis balls. And so maybe you will now feel I have a lack of faith and have failed you once again in some way that I cannot see. I fear this greatly, but I also didn't want to be an overbearing mother, sending you so many letters that you didn't want. I didn't want to become your equivalent of junk mail. When a son doesn't write back, it is hard for a mother to know what to do. Nor did I want to upset you, and I began to feel as though God were telling me to give you space that he would take care of you in his own way, that I was being asked to show my faith by doing nothing, letting go, trust and obey. And I know you will find these ideas silly because you don't share my faith, but I gave you to God regardless. I hope you will understand that it was not an easy message for a mother to receive that she had to let go of her only son. And it is even harder now that I believe I may have misinterpreted what God was trying to say to me, which is what this letter is about. Two weeks or so ago, completely out of the blue, Mother Superior forced me to get a physical. She insisted that I see a doctor, even though I hadn't been to one in years and my refusing to see any medical professionals had never been a problem before. I told her that God was the only doctor I needed, but she is a stubborn crab of a woman, albeit a strong wife of Christ, and she made the arrangements for me, and then when I refused to go, she threatened to take away access to our wine collection. An extra glass of red every once in a while is a comfort, so help me Jesus. Long story short, they found a surprisingly large lump in my breast, which immediately prompted more tests, mostly womanly things you will not wish to hear about in great detail, I would imagine. And they ultimately concluded that I have stage four cancer which means that it has basically spread everywhere. It's uncanny because I had been feeling fine. I've heard others say, if you want to be sick, go to the doctor. And now, whether they are right or wrong, I finally understand why people say this. Two days ago, my doctor, a Japanese woman much younger than you named Christina, sat me down in a room to tell me the news, and she looked as though someone had already died, God bless her soul. She was trembling even. 
I wondered if this might be her first day as a real doctor, and if I were the first person she had booked on a one-way trip to heaven with her diagnosis. She took my hand in hers, looked me in the eyes, and said, Your breast cancer is terminal, Sister Maeve. We caught it too late, and it's already spread, and rather aggressively at that. I'm sorry. There is simply nothing we can do for you at this point but make you feel as comfortable as possible. I said, I do not fear death, child. I know where I'm going when I die, so you don't have to worry about me. You also don't have to make that miserable, sad face. Have you been sucking on lemons for lunch? Dr. Christina squeezed my hand and said, I admire your faith, I really do.